we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Information is free. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, 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 oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of The Criticast. The name is Larry, and it's such an absolute pleasure being with you for yet another episode of Absolute Craziness. Coming in, up in the second segment, I'll be talking about uh, six signs that you may be dealing with an alcoholism type of problem. And uh, then also later on, uh, I will talk about how to tell if a guy is ready to settle down. There should be a blockbuster one right at the end um, of, uh, of this week's episode. Uh, so now, speaking of, uh, just going through the news. Uh, this, the, the stuff that made the news this week. Let's talk about Zimbabwe football first of all. Remember, oh, as a result, for those who don't know, Zimbabwe lost to Guinea, but Zimbabwe had already qualified for the next edition of the Africa Cup of Nations after being pretty much uh, playing truant and being an absentee for. 10 years, well, it'll be 11 years next year, but they'll be going over to Gabon, but uh, they had a match in Guinea, and they went over to Guinea, and it was it was all sorts of drama, from not having a flight, and then suddenly getting the flight, and then Air Zimbabwe saying, no, get off the flight, because you owe us money, and then finally getting on the flight, because the minister came in, they went there, and you can see they play like strangers, uh, but probably because they didn't have a training session, because they only left Zimbabwe like 8 p.m. Uh, on the night before the match and arrived there and probably just had like five minutes to do combinations and stuff like that. Because uh, some of the international players had already flown in from different parts of the world straight to the Gabon. The strange thing was the Warriors benefactor, uh, Wicknell Javayo, had been there for a couple of days already. So he was there ready to, to watch the match, but uh, forgot to bring the guys with him. So it's pretty much like going on a date and forgetting to bring the girl. It's kind of weird. <laughs> and then uh, what else? Uh, the International Image and Film Festival uh, ended this past week. A film that was popular was one called Black, but also another one. Uh, we'll say congratulations to Sharon uh, Rudor as well as um, Privilege, because across the grasslands, a... Uh, a short film from Zimbabwe won a couple of awards, two awards to be specific. So pretty excited. And we spotted Tanya Mazinda, uh, the the young girl, the youngest motocross rider to ever come out of Zimbabwe. Uh, and yeah, when I grow up, I just want to be like her. Yeah, pretty awesome. Uh, ja praises video Watora Mari. Remember that one? Yeah, it's uh, just gone past the million views on YouTube uh, this past week. It was just under two weeks that it was a oh, just over two weeks it was able to achieve that. And yeah, it features diamond platinums. And I'm pretty excited about Trace Africa, the new uh, TV, uh, uh, station, uh, TV channel on DSTV. Uh, it's showing a lot of Zimbabwean videos. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, pretty awesome. And then uh, Charles Manucci, yeah, shout out to him. He's uh, fighting in Zimbabwe later this uh, year, this month, to be specific, 30th of September, at the Harare International Conference Center. Well, he won a match in South in um, what country in Zambia last week, and the reports from there was toying with his opponent and stuff like that. So yeah, shout out to Charles Manucci, you're a man. And then second for blast pizza and can assist in weight loss according to a science that has just come out. Apparently, if you imbibe a pizza once a week, it could, you could use it as a re as a reward really 
for behaving the rest of the of the week and uh, yeah that apparently according to the study that was taken resulted in people losing more weight and get, or, or rather losing yeah losing more weight really and maintaining a, a healthier lifestyle because there was something that inspired them to carry on on their diet throughout the six days and then having a nice deep pan pizza at the end of the week and then finally did you guys see this 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 past weekend you know you know what i'm just gonna play it i'm just gonna play this because it's just like so weird Oh, Muchaneta. That was just so, so, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so, wow. Groovy. <laughs> don't groove is the one I go with, but let's just go with that. It's Larry, you're listening to the Quiddicast. And now I, I, I'm going to delve into, because uh, I'm just realizing that uh, there's a lot of people I know that are just drinking too much. And yeah, it's just, it's just a thing. And yeah, I, I, there are signs. I went and did a research. This was on men's health. There were six six signs that you may be drinking way too much. And I'm just going to go through them, um, you know, just pretty much go through them, really. And one of the first ones is uh, you, you become a daredevil. So anyone who's seen their uh, normally shy co-worker dancing at the bar at the company's party or, you know, whatever it is, and, you know, behaving in reckless ways and so forth, you know, getting drunk, gets rid of your certain uh, inhibitions and you start wanting to, to, to do th- certain things and you're just less embarrassed with life. So that's one sign. Another sign is that you become a weekend warrior. So if you're drinking, you, you don't necessarily have to drink daily, but, uh, you know, it's every Friday night. You know, it just becomes a thing. Uh, binge drinking causes blood pressure and interferes with certain medications. And if you don't care about that, then there's a problem there. Uh, and also there's this other thing where you just suddenly find yourself drinking. Like, for example, you're just going out and chilling somewhere and suddenly you find yourself drinking just creeps up on you. And you, you know, the, the binge drinker doesn't know the limits, doesn't know when they should start and when they should stop. And then also your memory has temporarily gone missing. So there are things that you don't remember, you know. Sometimes it, it, it may be even so so bad. There's, there's, there's parts of your life just black out and, and that sort of thing. And... Of course, uh, this one's a big one. You let certain responsibilities slide. Uh, Keith Humphrey is a PhD from the VA um, Stanford University Center for Healthcare Evaluation in Palo Alto in California is quoted as saying, drinking is a problem when you notice that you've started to neglect things that are important for you to the sake of alcohol. So you're not normally, a, uh, you know, a, a, a dedicated, you're, so you're normally a dedicated parent, for example, and your sudden night buzz means you're, you know, you're not 
not putting your kids to bed uh, uh, you know at the right time or skip your Monday morning workout because you feel hungover from the weekend uh, you know so and, and things like that they just become a lot more dangerous and then also this one is a big red flag and people close to you seem concerned so your family friends co-workers you know, some of them might hint, because I know in Zimbabwe tend to hint who don't flat out vocalize that they worry about you. It's time to cut back. Uh, you know, I, I, I think also the, bit, the big thing for me is to say that you need to first um, acknowledge the fact that you've got a problem. Because some people, I know people who, who who had drinking problems that would simply say, "I oh, know I've got this under control," and it, it's not it's not a bigger problem as many people think it is, and and that sort of thing. But yeah, I, I do feel as well that alcoholism has become a huge problem in Zimbabwe, and if it's gone unchecked, we're gonna we're gonna have a generation that is diabetic and uh, you know suffering from liver cirrhosis and uh, you know all sorts of premature deaths uh, taking place. It's Larry. You listen to the critic cost. The name is Larry, you listen to the Criticast and in this relationship segment, uh, when is a man ready to settle down is a question I've been asked so many times by women. I'm like, oh, I don't know if my guy is ready here. Okay, first off, first, first, first off, the, first off, first off, just to make this clear, I don't think there's any one particular thing that you can say like, yeah, this is it, this is it, and we're going to go with that, and that's going to be the ultimate panacea uh, as the answer to all of this. The, 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 the reality of it all is that as men, we're, we're basically socialized by films and uh, music and so forth to believe we're not interested in, in, in commitment. So you've you, you got to be this macho guy. You've got to be this jerk and so forth. You've got to be like living young and wild and free and all that and that sort of thing. So what uh, add to that the fact that women tend to feel that they are dating a guy who doesn't look like he's in a, he wants to be in a relationship right now. Or trying to get, or just someone who's trying to get his life together, or it's just not in that place right now, you know, all that sort of stuff. Now, the, the reality of the question is, sometimes, in, from a very honest place, a woman, and quite rightly, will ask the question, "Are we on the same page?" Or, or ask the question, "Do you want kids?" And or, why do, didn't you, why didn't your worst, last relationship uh, work out? The the thing is, men are emotional lava. The emotional love is because uh, essentially what happens is the first thing that we do, the first chance, the first uh, the chance we have at climbing up, we take it as our default setting. You're not supposed to show your emotions in public. So she doesn't want to waste a minute with somebody that doesn't want to lock it down, for example. But, you know, I think sometimes if you want to get uh, the, the right answer, don't ask the direct question if he wants to get married. Ask, ask if he's been going to weddings a lot of late. Like you find that he's a certain age when a lot of his friends are getting, uh, getting married and, 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 but, and, and that sort of thing. And if he's been attending a lot of those weddings, there are indications that he's beginning to think that maybe this is a life, to, life choice that he might want to make. Now, if he's going to pool parties out in Kariba every weekend, uh, you know, then, you know, it, it becomes kind of one of those situations where he's not really ready for commitment sometimes because he wants to spend uh, most of his weekends with his head in a bucket. Uh, another line of question that could be clever is, uh, 
Uh, the f- people in his family hitched and happy. Uh, also, but if he's an outlier, you know, his uh, his relationship role models uh, are are they are these are these uh, pa- uh, parents that ended uh, their relationships badly. It stands to reason that he'd be unsure, he'll be unsure about taking the leap himself. Is if the people that he uh, looks up to are people who were in bad relationships. Um, but also from observing certain pa- patterns of the relationship uh, among guy friends and co-workers, you also need to, there's a scientific th- theory that, and, and you know, it, it's one of those that blows everything up, I want out, uh, out of the water. If you really want to know if a man is ready for a committed relationship, ask him how, how his career is going. It sounds weird. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, the moment he's, he's, he, he has, a, the, he's, has that affinity for this career where he feels like it's going somewhere. There's a co-relationship between his readiness to settle down and when he feels like he's on the career goal mountain. Traditional society has uh, expected men to be providers. So if he feels his career is going somewhere and is in a healthy place, uh, it means that, you know, he might be going somewhere. Uh, you know, there are plenty of young, ambitious guys, you know, writers, entertainers, and so forth, uh, you know, who, because of a situation where they got a promotion or some actual stability in their life, the next thing they want to think about is the possibility of having kids in their family. And, but, but you know, you, you also, there are also bells and whistles about it because some, some of these people may simply have narcissistic personalities. So you need to be careful about that. If he's not feeling satisfied at the level of success in his, or his place in the world, for example, he's not going to be ready to settle down with you or with anyone for that matter. So, and if he doesn't choose to, he's got nothing to do with you. Now, these are, these are little things, by the way. So it's not, not to say that this is, this is how things are. There's some people who will pretend to be ready to settle down because they want to get laid and so forth. But I, I think, you know, you also need to understand the, that you you don't necessarily see someone as part of your future, and that can be the same for the for the guy. He may think that uh, you it's just a good relationship to be in, and that's that, that's perfectly normal. So sometimes people are in a relationship because that's where they find themselves in, and that was the person they came across. And isn't and if he if he doesn't come across and wanting to get married now, it's up to you to make the decision. Uh, over whether you want to be with him, uh, you know, because because I I was reading an article for on in, in the Cosmopolitan by this guy called Jordan Carlos is that the reason he ended up getting married is that his his fiance at the time who became his wife gave him him the indication in no uncertain terms that she wasn't going to date him for a fifth year, and and that comes from communication and when that communication happens, what ultimate results in uh, is 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 in a much healthier relationship going forward, but as I said. Asking very direct questions causes fear. Sometimes it causes fears to go the other way, where men, you know, you get asked, where do you think we are in our relationship? And, and as I said before in past episodes, sometimes men will exaggerate their expectations of relationship because they don't want to be seen as, I don't, I, I might not be taking this as seriously as that person. And, or maybe some people, I know uh, a friend of mine who got married out of panic because you thought, oh, I'm going to lose this girl. And they got married. And a couple of years later, 
uh, they had the discussion and they ended up getting divorced and sort of thing. So it can get complicated. So the simple things, one of the things, if he feels happier in his life, it feels like his success is going somewhere. And also, if you, um, two key, another key uh, one was if he's attending a lot of uh, weddings and sort of thing, a lot of his friends are also getting married, then he might want that for himself. And also who the role models in are in terms of people who are parent, parenting and that sort of thing. His role models are people with successful relationships, then he will want that for himself because he sees happiness in them. If his role models are people who are in unhappy relationships, who tend to be outliers and that sort of thing, then he might not necessarily be uh, down for settling down with you or anyone for that matter. And with that, I say thank you very much for joining me on this uh, week's episode of the Quidicast. Send your ideas for what other discussions, uh, or what other ideas you want to start in, in, in put into the show. And, uh, you know, uh, in as far as uh, topics, especially in the relationship segment, because one of them is it's, it is our most popular section. We always get most uh, responses in that section. And or you can do that by email, info at larryquirirai.com, or you can get in touch with me via Twitter at Quirirai. And if you don't want to miss an episode of the Quiricast, just go on to iono.fm, iono.fm, uh, look for Quiricast, and uh, you can get the channel RSS feed from there, and you'll be able to make sure you don't miss an episode. And also, you can get uh, me on iTunes, just go to itunes.com, and uh, look for Quiricast and subscribe. Uh, yeah, and then catch me on ZFM Stereo every uh, Tuesday between 6 and 6.30 on Tuesday Night Football and between 8.30 and 9 p.m. on Health Matters. And brand new fun gig for the next couple of weeks. I'll be chilling with Tony Friday every Saturday morning on ZFM Stereo between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. in the morning. Other than that, I say take care of us and the people that you love. And to be to to, I, it's, it's like a sad week for me, by the way. I just wanted to end with this. Um, not going to go with the with the same because uh, this past weekend lost another very close friend of mine um, in a car accident, and it's sad that we we keep having these conversations around about around um, you know what's happening on our roads. And, uh, you know, a wonderful woman she was, somebody we could get silly with and that sort of thing. Um, Belinda Mtineri, Tough Mutton, uh, you know, I, I, there are no words. There are no words. And it's just so sad. Um, may your soul rest in eternal peace. And I'll, I'll forever miss you, Belinda. You're my peoples. Rest in peace. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?